Hey everybody, it's Smashing Game Time. You got your three favorite brothers of all time. You got your MC, of course, JC, Josh Kaufman. To my left, you got Jacoby Boy Kaufman. Jacoby. Jacoby, yes, that is correct. Jacoby. 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 Now. It's Jacoby. It's Jacoby, sorry. Jacoby. And then to the left of him, you've got the brains, the bronze, the power, and Nicholas the Kaufman. Ah, I don't know about the ball. Man, come on, man. That's very, that's very, see, you said to keep it PG, and here you go talking about balls. Like, come on. We're not even two seconds in. I didn't say there were bad balls. It's good balls. But you said balls in general. Like, I gave you, I gave you brains. I gave you bronze. I gave you beauty, and you come in here wanting balls. You know what? You want four Bs. I gave you three. All right. I'm sorry. No more, no more Bs for me. Next time with the bees. Anyway, welcome everyone. It's another exciting episode. We're going through 2009 Q4, running the year strong, or try to at least. I, I think uh, you mean the decade. Oh God, yes, the decade. 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 We're, 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 we're going into twenty. We're going to the tens. We're ending the decade strong. I don't think 2009 ended the decade strong. If I'm being honest. Yeah, you're right. Not at all. It, it, well, it it has some game changers, yes, but at the same time, I I think. It could have ended a lot better. We're still looking for reviews. We want you to rate us anywhere you can rate. I mean, I'm pretty sure Spotify does it now. You got Apple. Uh, I'm pretty sure anywhere else you can find it, you can at least, you know, rate us in some way, shape, or form. I, I, Nick knows more than I do. I'm just a guy who stands here and, and listen, makes you listen to his beautiful voice. Upload so, us get, on Reddit. Get, <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we on Reddit? No. Oh, no. no. Come on. That's about to think? change after tonight, everyone. That's going to change. Hard pass. <laughs> We're not going to Reddit. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not someday, at all. just not now. Anyway, moving Never. forward. So, uh, Nick, do, did we have any reviews? I haven't. So I've taken a break from reviewing. I am right now. I'm just doing some Iron Harvest videos, uh, game wise. I was a little light on the games this week. I played some RTSs, some Iron Harvest. Otherwise, I've just been playing it low key, man. Just you know, wheeling and dealing over here. What about what about you guys? I did play some Among Us today. That was fun. I um Oh uh, come so, on, man. So I don't know if you I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a new like task or a newer task where you uh, as a as a crewmate you have to dig through the vents to empty them out of like pizza and tennis balls. And it's the most sus ass uh, task that you have because it makes you stand on top of a vent uh-huh. so it looks like you're thinking about venting. I can see what that. That's actually really good. That's really clever. And then I also played a recent game, um, recent game with like some of the extra roles turned on. So there's Doppelganger, which was a really fun one, where I would just I would you the, basically the um, what is it the the um, imposter can turn into anybody else on the ship. So it's a great way to like just like I would turn oh. into people and kill those people as themselves just because I'm a sick fuck like that and nobody knew you what are was going a on. Sick fuck. Uh, other than that, that been, tense. it's been a real, <laughs> it's been a real uh, casual week. I also played Fortnite. They added back the rail guns and these, uh, the the little tracker guns, so that's been fun. The season actually ends next week, so I still haven't bought the season pass, but I'm like level one fifteen. So that is where a lot of my gaming has been this week. What about you, Josh? So no reviews for me either. I'm still you know kind of recovering from COVID. I might try to pick something up this week, but. Uh... I've mainly been sticking to uh, War Thunder, believe it or not. I've just been kind of interested in playing the the uh, tanks in there. And then I actually did a stream this week because uh, I didn't want to bother you. I wasn't sure what you were doing. But uh, I did a stream of the Resident Evil 2 remake, Randomized. 
I saw that. I was um, I saw it. I looked at my phone. Hey, I'm Josh saying you're streaming, and then I went to sleep. <laughs> Not that you put me to sleep, but no, no, I get it. It was like nine o'clock at night, I think, when I started it. It's it's honestly, it's a lot more fun than I thought it'd be because I've been watching videos on it, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool because that that's been a really big popular thing. And then Resident Evil Four finally got a randomizer for uh, enemies. So and, is that uh, is that an like an OG like is that OG RE4 running or is that like a newer version of it like? that's no so that is if i have river card that's just the pc version it's not like a gamecube ported version or ps2 or anything like that it's just the pc version and when it's games like that the randomizer is more about enemies not rooms right yeah so it's like that one it's kind of hard to do since it's so linear where you get games like resident evil like one two and three for example you know you can randomize it to an extent like obviously you can soft lock in some places but the the concept is basically you're gonna move around a lot of the items. You have like your major minor splits, where major items being the key items uh, tend to only swap of each other and in like spots that make sense, and then everything else flip flops no matter what. So like if you like would go somewhere and it's supposed to be a green herb, you'll see the green herb, you'll grab it, and it'll actually be like ten handgun bullets. So now is it? I, I had a question about the speed running aspect of it. Is there backtracking in those randomizers, or is it like nope, you're going into this room, okay, now you got to find a way out of this room. So ideally, you want to find all the key items. Like you'll have like a list of key items. Like for like RE2, for example, you want the three medallions, and you'll want the four puzzle, pe- the four like chess pieces, mm-hmm. to to get through. Um, so you might find all three puzzle pieces or all three medallions and two uh, pieces of the puzzle, and not be able to go any further in the RPD and go. Okay, well I have to go into the sewers, fight uh, Birkins one. Uh, and then come back up and you might have a new key item to help you get through the rest of the RPD or you're backtracking to try and get through like the sewers as quickly as possible or get to Sherry as quickly as possible. Because at that point, you're basically stuck going into the next spot because there's really nothing else you can do. It's really good. It's really hard. Really good, though. It's all above me. I, I know randomizers are like more of like a speed thing, but I can barely play the game standard with oh, I got, speed run. I, I did three hours of the stream and I only just got to the sewers because I was like, like I was stuck. Like I looked, went through everything, found every item, and I was missing one medallion, and I couldn't find it. it. Took me almost an hour and a half to find it. Did you have a good time streaming? I had fun. I had one person consistently talking to me. It was like great. Like it was great questions too. They were talking about like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, case and everything. It was I really think, good. I think I know who you're talking about because they were talking my ear off about it today too. <laughs> I was like, oh man, like because I, not to digress, but I'm like there are no winners in this. Uh, no. Is that all? Is that all you've been playing? That that's basically it, Jacob. Oh, my turn. Let's see. Uh, you know, I, multiverses was fun. Uh, Alpha ended recently. Uh, comes back. The beta comes out in July, so that was cool. Who's your favorite um, very character? Cool. Um, Finn. Finn is really fun. Uh, very OP too. Like um, you would think. Fun. If Jake is also fun, um, Velma is an OP character at the moment. I find that hard to believe. What about Shaggy? Shaggy's OP too. She's support though, right? Velma's support. I feel yeah, like. and she's she's a pain in the ass to fight against. Um, you would think Superman and Batman would be great, but no, they they're not the best. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Um, Iron Giant was listed as a character, but he wasn't in the alpha, so everyone's kind of excited for that. Um, still playing Brawlhalla, still playing Team Fight Tactics. So I'm trying to get Grandmaster at the moment. I got a week left before the next set. Um, and then I've been playing a game called Catalyst Black that came out four days ago. It's been really addicting. It's on mobile. Check it out. Okay, so uh, should we go 
right into it, everyone. Right to the game. Let's go. Q4. All right, let's finish off the year strong. Nick, what comes first? October 13th, the second title in the Uncharted series, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, came out. And um, I would say this rocked people's worlds. This was... This was the one... Oh, oh no, I don't have it full screen. This is the one where people are like, yeah, these games are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have beef with these games, but I'll let you... If you guys want to sing its praise, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, so this one was the introduction to the multiplayer, right? Like, one didn't really have multiplayer. Like, it was, like, a basic, maybe. But this one, like, truly introduced, like, it's... This is where, like... It introduced its multiplayer and people loved it. And then when three came out, it was like the untouchable multiplayer for PlayStation. I don't feel like anyone comes to these games for the multiplayer, though. No matter how no, no. especially this day or that this day and age, I don't think they ever did. But anyway, in, in my opinion, this I feel like this one, even though it got you know so much praise, I think this is the least known of all three of them. You know, at least the trilogy. I feel like the, I feel like this one was like the most praise, and I feel like three had its praise but it three came much later in the life of the ps3 so there's a lot more to praise the ps3 for um, my other beef with this series is it's very like the progression is very linear like for those not watching for those not watching who are listening to audio this game is 3d adventures just think indiana jones but on the playstation uh right now he's climbing a train and it looks cool and it's a very cool set piece but really you're, you're just moving forward like there's nothing there's no challenge to it. You're just moving through the set piece. And it's something that you see in Naughty Dog games to this day. Uh, I'd argue that, um, not Among Us, <laughs> I'd argue yeah. that The Last of Us is a little better about avoiding that, especially the sequel. It kind of has a little bit of an open world por portion. But again, you see these really cool set pieces where really it's just moving forward. There's no fail state. Um, and again, it looks cool, but what are you really it doing but just running forward? I mean, if I had to like give it like anything, I would say it's Tomb Raider in the movies. That's because it's, that's it's, it's what it is. It plays like it, it feels and looks like a a Tomb Raider meets a Neo Jones. Well, Tomb Raider, and it plays Tomb like Raider an action was, movie. Tomb Raider was, hey, what if we had a female Indiana Jones? And then this was like, hey, what if Indiana Jones was a? What if Laura Croft was a guy? Like they're all they're all based off of Indiana Jones. Any game where right. there's an explorer exploring something. And they're finding the riches of the world, and it belongs in a museum, uh, or they're stealing it for themselves. Like you're always going to be like, "Well, it's Indiana Jones." Well, and that's why I said it's Indiana Jones meets Tomb Raider, because Tomb Raider obviously is the the game or the the, the female game, equivalent game with equivalent. gaming, and then Indiana Jones is the male movie equivalent. You just combine them and make this beautiful baby known as Uncharted. I just gotta well, say, if you're if you're watching this, but if you're not, so Nathan Drake is a very beautiful man. I think if you're that beautiful, you don't have to steal. No. <laughs> I mean, what's funny is I, I tried the. I was gonna be Nathan Drake for Halloween last year. What are you gonna do? Put on a fucking long sleeve T-shirt, fucking ass yeah, baggy jeans. <laughs> put, put some put, out, put some dirt on. Grow the pat. Grow little patches out on your chin. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but I'm Nathan Drake. Wear the wear the scarf. Nathan yes, Drake fucking looks like he walks into a place about to steal something, and he's like, he looks like the kind of guy that would be like, I'm Nathan Drake. I'm here to steal this artifact. Do you know who my brother is? Yeah, he's dead. Spoilers. Jesus. Spoilers. <laughs> but people Wait, love mate. this shit. Like, this is just, it's Sony doing what Sony does. They have their third person, like, event games. Like, this is an event yep. game. And they're still doing it. 
Naughty Dog's gotten away from this. I think Naughty Dog... I don't know what Naughty Dog... They're probably making another Last of Us, but... Yeah, Naughty Dog's been silent for a little bit since Last of Us 2 came out two years ago. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move forward. Mm, yeah, Jake. before we roast Josh. <laughs> right. Jake, what's uh, what's next on the list? Oh, we got League of Legends. Yay. I honestly don't know why we have Clash of Fates on there. That's weird. That's, okay, well, first yeah. off, uh, Jake, I mean, you could have said the day, first off. Secondly, <laughs> I'm just doing what they originally put on there, and that's what it, I mean, that's what it was called, was it not? No, I don't remember it. I don't remember anything being called Clash of Fates. I mean, there was probably like a, a pilot or whatever when it started, but yeah, I don't know. The League of Legends, one of the most popular games in the world, still to this day, come, came out October 27th, 2009. Um, it's a MOBA. They're making fucking TV shows about it left and right now. Hey, Arcane was amazing. If you haven't checked it out, you didn't have to be a League of Legends fan. It was great. Players so- comes out next month. That's the uh, the comedy one. About the uh, the rookie and the veteran on an esports team. Getting I never heard of it. Trying, it. it's uh, it's, oh, supposed, it's supposed to be pretty good. It, Who who's who's playing it? I'm sure they I'm, I'm sure they're putting pros in it too, just to be like, oh hey, that's uh, it's a lot of young folks, but it was giving me it was giving me Silicon Valley vibes. How stupid the characters were. <laughs> Who um who's producing this? Uh, so I don't know if you guys saw it. Netflix, it was a show where somebody like pooped and they were trying to discover who like pooped on, in the hallway or something like that. Uh, was it American Vandals or something or American? I forget what the name is, but it, it's a good show. Uh, people really like the two seasons they did of it. Are you sure you're not thinking about it's always sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> they pooped the bed. There's a, <laughs> you know what? Art begets life. There's every show has a, had a who pooped the bed episode. Yeah, it's true. So what's the, okay? So MOBAs basically happen because a multiplayer um, online battle arena. So these basically stem from Warcraft Three. Somebody made, mm-hmm. uh, somebody did a mod that basically did this, and that's where uh, Dota came from. And then League came in, and League's the most popular game. Yeah, well, it's one of the most popular yes. games in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So like Dota was definitely up there as like one of the bigger, like more well known at the time. But once this came out and started to get popular, I mean, it was it's still, as of right now, one of the biggest esports. I mean, even in 2016, it outperformed the NBA, uh, World Series, and I forget whatever. It, it, it dominated. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it dominates. It's crazy. Like, it's no joke how big this world is of League of Legends. And I'll leave it like this for those who aren't able to see the video right now. It's a side-by-side comparison of what League looked like back in 2009 to... The, they did a 10 year difference of 2019 and it's, it's it bounds upon leaps of like how much major update, like, big, big see, work. Like, it's, I mean, it's two different games, basically so much polish. And like right now, riots unstoppable. They're, they're throwing games out left and right. And they're very good. TFT is great. Uh, Valorant's amazing. You've got um, all, their, all, you've got all their music, their comics, all their shows. Yeah, the music. music's great. K, KDA amazing if you don't know what kda is i don't know what to tell you so you guys have, um, you guys both have history with this game and this game has uh, a history for being toxic like they got rid of world chat a few months ago didn't they what has been your most toxic moment in league either someone being toxic to you or you being toxic so i don't know i don't have a most toxic moment but i remember trying to grind my ass off to play ranked for the first time because you have to be level 30 on your game account to play ranked and have like i think 12 champions unlocked 
But once you hit rank, it's a totally different world to where you fuck up. People are going to report you. And like it's just rank. Rank is the most toxic thing about this game. So, yeah, I would say rank in this game reminds me very much of CSGO when it was like really hyped up, like to the point where everybody was playing it. Because that is a similar thing where you played, you know, regular like competitive mode, whatever, everything's fine. You're learning the aspect, you're getting your levels up. And then when you finally get into rank, if you were garbage, even if it was only one round and, you know, they outnumbered you, they would vote to kick you in a heartbeat. They would not even, yeah, they wouldn't even get a chance to be like, well, you went 0 and 1 and you should have won against a 3v1. Like, you're the one, they're the three. Yeah, you're out of here. Bye. Bye they rather, rather get that extra compensation than deal with you. Get out of your clown. Like, yeah. I would say, but I would say with League, it's a lot more toxic because it's like, though, so if you don't know what you're doing or you pick a character that they don't want you to pick, the, it's like literally they spam the chat and you were like, you're basically like, you'd have like a novel of like insults towards you. And even if you reported them, it was like nothing would really get done about it. So another thing, another thing about uh, games like League right now is that they have, are actually attacking or taking out Smurfs. You cannot Smurf in rank or competitive modes anymore because it's been a big issue with um, people just dominating the uh, the lower class and not making it. It's not fun. It's not yeah, fun well, going well, to someone that knows what they're doing. For those so, who don't know what Smurfing is, Smurfing is when a really good player jumps off of their main account and creates like a new account so it looks like they're a new player and they just wipe the floor with people at the lower levels. So basically they can't play at the level they're currently at so to feel good about themselves they come back down. It feels good when you do it. For the major for the majority. Don't get me wrong, there are a few people who do it just to play with friends cuz games like CS:GO once you do get too high or even like Apex Legends, you can't play with them. No, it's 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 great. It's it's got it's all over the place. So let's just it, say that. Phones, PC, there's a Can reason it's number soon. one in esports. So moving forward, yeah. October 29th, just two days later, we get Grand Theft Auto, The Ballad of Gay Tony. So I picked this because this was the last single player DLC for any Grand Theft Auto. Like, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 5 just had that Dr. Dre one, but technicality, it was, it was released player. as part of their multiplayer for GTA yeah. Online. And so this was really cool because this was uh, the second DLC for GTA Five, um, GTA Four, for um, I think it was right after the Lost in the Damned. Uh, you're basically a bouncer for uh, this this club magnate, uh, Gay Tony, and you're basically getting him out of trouble because he's got drug issues, gambling issues, and then it also wraps up. Uh, so between the other two stories, there was like a diamond heist where things went wrong, and these diamonds were like going around between different people and it wraps up that thing. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I also like it because you can kind of see the blueprint of what they did with Grand Theft Auto five, having the three characters. So basically what they did was they're like, Oh, you know, we have these three stories being told. Let's take that and do that in Grand Theft Auto five, but you can switch between them at any point. So I, th I just always thought that was really cool. It's you can do Grand that in Grand Theft Auto five. Yeah. Oh, I never actually. I I played like the first hour and I got bored of it because I was kind of like, oh, it's another GTA game. To be fair, GTA Five starts with that heist in South Dakota, and it's very mm -hmm. slow, so slow. Mm -hmm. I, why I, I didn't get into it. The only thing I brag about with GTA Five is I remember the day it came out, I was just bored, and I got on GameStop, and they had a pre-owned copy already, and I bought it for twenty bucks. Yeah, so the, the day it came out, someone already returned it. 
basically got I don't know got the money back, but they you know got their trade in for it. And I had like a fifty percent off coupon at the time because they had them, and then I had a little bit of a gift card, so I got it for like twenty bucks. Good luck doing that now. No, yeah, good luck. But I, I was like, I was like, literally, I had it like I skipped class that day just to go buy it. <laughs> I legitimately did that. You heard that first. You skip class, yeah, yeah. guys. Get I did skip class. We fought. Hey, I, Mr. Mr. Zucker, we got him. Go get him. Uh, Anything else on Gay Tony? I know. I knew this is gonna be a quick one, but I just want. I thought it was important. No, nah. I, I, I think you're right. It definitely paved the way for GTA Five. So, all right, Nick. What's next on the list? All right, up next, November 10th, a game. Let me do this introduction. A game where I got into a car accident the night that it came out and still went and got it. Uh, you know it, you love it. Infinity Wards and Activisions, you hate them. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. This game was an event. So if you guys remember correctly, right. so Call of Duty, first-person shooter series, they did World War II for the longest time. This is their second Modern Warfare. Uh, first one did Gangbusters for them because it did the, they had the kill streaks, revamped their multiplayer. This one went even further. Uh, got past like the three kill streaks, and we're like, hey, what if you got 25 kill streak and you got a nuke and you won the game? And it had all these different ones. The guns felt good. Uh, the story was awesome. I, I did this one. Had, this one had no Russian, right? This had no Russian. Yes, yep. this one was there, no Russian. Actually, believe believe it or not, Nick, somewhere in this video because I accidentally clicked on it, there is the actual scene of it. So all right, but so no Russian. Looking back, so in the moment, you're like, yeah, this is just part of the story. This is telling a story. Looking back at it now, it's kind of like, dudes, come on. You, you can't get away with it nowadays. No, you, nowadays you definitely could not get away you with it. You could not get away with that. You So uh, to the to Infinity Ward's credit, you could skip it. Yeah. You could completely skip it. But it's just it's very tasteless. Like I haven't played it in years, but that's but you can also get through that level without firing a single shot. So for those who don't know, no Russian is so usually the game is you against the bad guys with guns. Uh, no Russian at trigger warning is a mission trigger that warning. has you going into an airport with a bunch of uh, you're an American sleeper agent and you go in with a bunch of Russians and you shoot up an airport of civilians. And then at the end, they the uh, Russians shoot you and set you up to frame you to make it look like the Americans were involved in that shooting, which they probably were. But and so this game you're playing as soap. McTavish, you're playing it. Was wrote was it Roach or was it? Yeah, you're playing as it's Roach. Roach. Yeah, it's Roach. Uh, so continuation, same characters, a lot of the same characters from the Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. Uh, spoiler alert: Captain Price still alive. You rescue him. A lot of great set pieces in this. Better set pieces than fucking Uncharted Two. I mean, it. The game is dubbed to be the be one of the best Call of Duties ever made. It's I fun. mean, just if the, not the best, it's a fun just game. The, just the ending alone. Spoiler alert for those who have never played it. Man, you guys uh, are always throwing out spoilers. Well, yeah, well, we're warning them. But anyway, of Soap and Price fighting off uh, General. It's he's General now. It's General. Um, help me out here, guys. I don't know his name. What was his Makarov? Deal? Like, was was he just like feeding like the military complex? Like they need men like us to do the things that so nobody else will do. He he's he was part of the. Uh, leadership that sent everybody in Modern Warfare uh, 1, Call of Duty 4, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, whatever site it was where they set off the nuke. And he lost a lot of good men there. And he basically kind of snapped and was like, the only way to basically make sure none of my men ever die again is to basically force the government 
into basically like being a part of you know one big group and stopping everything they can terrorism wise like so it was it's your typical push. it's your typical oh hey war has to happen war is in hell, order for it's our hell shepherd the holy war shepherd so anyway the the whole price oh, yeah, and soap fighting shepherd he sticks the knife into your chest and then you like you're watching him beat the shit out of price and you pull it out of your chest and you throw it at him like the most badass thing you could possibly do at the end of a game and then it ends with basically uh uh price carrying soap's like bleeding body and you're like you're left with this ambiguous ending like is he dead or is he alive well and this it basically sets up world war three for the next game which by the way Modern Warfare 2 and 3, best marketing campaigns I've ever seen for a fucking Call of Duty game. This one had that launch trailer with M&M's um, Till I Collapse playing. Yep. And, mm-hmm. like, they lined it up perfectly with, like, the act. Doom, doom, and then, like, a building. Yeah. Roll. And good kill, the, good kill. And then the marketing for third one, like, they didn't have anything like that. But fucking the, uh, like, they basically, America, like, they show you, like, the four major countries and, like, play out like part of a level from it. and oh my god like give the marketing team like some praise for how the how they well they sold those games honestly you gotta give everybody everybody who's part of this this and three credit because this and three are credited for all the mod variation games in multiplayer like hands down like there are so many versions of different games that uh, the community made just based on modern warfare two and three it's crazy so I would Great. say give them even more credit because right after this came out, fucking people left Infinity Ward, left and like uh, what was that Zepala, the guy who went to the guy who created Respawn, like a handful mm-hmm. of these guys left. There was a lawsuit. I don't have the details in front of me. I don't know if that'll be covered in the news or if that would be next the next. I think episode it's next news. next episode. I think so. Them leaving gave us Titanfall, Titanfall Two, and Apex. <laughs> which was, which is, I think, a pretty good trade-off. But it's funny that you see these guys leave, go to Respawn, and then Respawn gets bought by EA. So basically bought by the publishers of Battlefield. We haven't seen them touch Battlefield yet, but with Battlefield in the condition that it's in, I imagine yeah. there have been oh, talks. Because that team's, that's like the one shining light with EA right now. For sure. Because BioWare in the dumps, everyone, like, their their sport games have been shit for years. Like the only people who can continuously continuously buy them are people in deep with those FIFA cards. All right, Jake, end this end this end this year for us right now. Let Do us it. Out of our misery. Do end it. End everything. November seventeenth, Assassin's Creed two, the wow. best Assassin's Creed ever made. Ah, Brotherhood, I think is still the best one. But this definitely like comparing it's the top, it to one top five. Compa- oh, definitely top five. But comparing it to one leaps and bounds of improvement so assassin's creed 2 the thing assassin's creed 2 has over every other assassin's creed is that people love the shit out of ezio and you know how i know Mm -hmm. this because ezio was featured in like what the next three mainline games yeah brother so this brotherhood um and then unity and you no unity was not no unity was garbage don't even get me started on that one this brotherhood and then the one after uh unity i can't remember yeah, I'm blanking on it. So I think this game was really carried by its characters because we have I don't think we've had an Assassin's Creed with the same character, like at least the character in the past, since Exio. Yeah. No. Yeah, like so uh, you had Altair, but Altair was only a part of like two or well, technically he was only a part of 
two games. They were sucking then, off the ghost of Altier. Like they did like they had like one yeah. of those games where like you're looking for his crypt and it's like, oh my god, I don't give a shit about this guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, so I, I think not only was it the character <laughs> the characters that what? they enjoyed. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Josh getting paid by Ubisoft under the table. No, okay. So not only was it the characters that I think everybody enjoyed, but I mean, just look at how much different it was compared to one. So like one, okay, you find this target, kill this guy. Okay, great, move on. Find this guy, kill this target. No, oh, move on. This one, there was so much more to it. You're finding pieces uh, to the um, the suit, or, you know, the Assassin's Creed, the, like, the original armor. You're looking for... Uh, the Eden uh, background thing where you like, you find out that uh, Adam and Eve are the first humans. And it kind of explains that um, the DLC was the ball. I mean, the whole DLC itself was fantastic. Okay. Like, so everything... uh, the, the building up your little village was cool. Otherwise this was just, it was still Assassin's Creed. Like, yes, they did a better job of masking it to where it didn't look like you were doing the same thing over and over again, but you were still doing the same thing over and over again. Let's not forget, and, and Nick, please correct me if I'm wrong on this, but they introduced the Hidden Blades counter on this one, right? The counter? Yeah, because you had Hidden Blades in the first one, right? Yeah. And this one, you could counter with the Hidden Blades. Like, you couldn't do that in the first one. I think well, you, you can attack with them, right? too. You can attack with them, too. Yeah, you didn't have to draw a sword. You could just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just go with the Hidden Blades. Yeah. So, that, like, that by far was a huge leap, too, because I thought that was so cool. If I remember correctly, didn't Enzio also find a way to be like, hey, I don't have to cut off my finger for this? Wasn't that like his yeah. buddy uh, Leonardo da Vinci was like, hey, we, we don't have to. We, you, you can keep your fingers. Yes. And he also, I think it was this one too where he introduces the gun wristlet as well as that was that Brotherhood. I think that was Brotherhood. Might have been Brotherhood. I don't know. They start to blend into me after a while. Besides, exactly, because like, they're all the same game. All I, the same I, game. I admit that, but you guys got to admit, though, this compared to one was so much better. It was, but then, like, everything else afterwards, like, yeah, three well, was I like, agree. hey, you know those buildings you like? What if we had you climb trees in America? No, well, and three also introduced the whole uh, naval, bo- na- uh, naval yeah, battles. Yeah, that's something they didn't master until four, though. And even four, you're just like... I don't care. No, I agree. Like I said, it's it is the same game. But like I said, I'm saying at the time though, comparing this to one was like this was huge. Yeah, it was. It was a lot better. I'll just, you know what else I got tired of? Like year after year, like oh, the next Assassin's Creed is going to be set in Japan, and you're going to be a samurai. Like that felt like a rumor that was around (laughs) for ten years, and you just want anytime someone said that, you just wanted to reach through the fucking message board and strangle them or (laughs) Assassin's Creed them. What I wanted was it to go through all of history to the point where it's present day. Yeah. Like a future, like, yeah, like, and we got a little bit of that in three, but not nearly enough. You know what I wanted? I didn't want 10 years of Assassin's Creed bullshit. I wanted them to continue to do Prince of Persia and just keep on improving. Not Ubisoft, dude. Ubisoft is like, Hey, we know how to make this kind of game. What if we did it with assassins? Okay. Now what if we did it on an Island with guns? Okay, now what if we did it with Tom Clancy? <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate how accurate that is. You, you have Ubi, a gift. Ubisoft's back there getting fresh with Tom Clancy. Hey, it's, hey it's Tom. What's left of his, they have good. his skull. They right. just have his skull God, right there. God rest your soul, uh, Mr. Clancy. But um, yeah, so Ubisoft's you're... over here wiling on your uh, crypt. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so since we're ending the year, I figured let's, let's, let's pick. So of all the games we've done for 2009, 
your your top one like if you could go back right now pre-order it and play it all over again what would it be and then your bottom you would not pre-order it you would wait for it to go on clearance well first off i'm not an idiot i don't pre-order shit well in 2009 you did so. all right all right my my top my top would be halo wars just because okay. I know it's aged pretty well. I'd be terrible with the controller, but I'm terrible with mouse and keyboard, so that's okay. Oh, this is tough. And my bottom would be Resident Evil 5. Okay. I'd get rid of it. It has to go because the lessons they learned in 5 gave us 6, and those were not good lessons. I hate how right you are with that, but okay. Jake? Well, I was going to say League of Legends, but it's free, so I don't have to worry about that shit. I did. I, yeah, I planted the crap out of that game. Trophies Never played it. Trophies were a thing by then, right? Yeah, they were a thing. Yes, yeah. They started on PS3. Yeah, like, but they didn't like they didn't the early games until didn't they have saw them. until they saw how how like well received achievements were. Then Sony is like, "Fuck, we gotta get this. Hey, no, we got we gotta do something about this." I, I'm still waiting for Nintendo to jump on that bandwagon. I would play. I'd probably play more games if Nintendo did Nintendo that. Nintendo doesn't have to do that though. No, I know they, they don't. don't. But if they did, I'd be like, Nintendo knows that you're going to collect. Are you going to do every shrine in Breath of the Wild without an achievement? They're like, we don't give a fuck. Do this. What are we going to give you for it? Not shit. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Hey, are you guys ready for some news? Oh, my God. Yes, let's get to some news. Let's get to the news. All right. Read all about it. Latest football card. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. All right, so let's see here. Uh, What's in the news? October 1st to the 4th, launch of the new PSP Go, which was met with mixed reviews due to its high pricing in comparison to its predecessor, the PSP 3000. This is the first, like, no UMD, like, everything was, like, downloadable, right? Yeah. It was like, like, you know, the sliding phones, how they were popular at the time? Mm -hmm. Essentially, it was like that. You could slide it up, and that's where your buttons were at. So it's easier to keep it in your pocket and play it on the go. How the fuck did they say, like, all right, the UMD drives out. Let's jack the price up of this bitch. You would think it'd be the way they were out. And even on top of that, with it being closer to it, the tail end of its life, the more you start to work on the PS Vita, you know, or that concept. Like, you, I'm, I was shocked. I thought for sure this would have, like, t- not taken off. Like, obviously, it would be a few more years before uh, digital content was, like, bigger than uh, physical. But still, like, you think it'd pick up, especially with the fact that they had their movies, their their indie games on there, uh, even the few games you could bought the, uh, the big games on there, but still. And the Vita didn't require any disc either, did it? No, no it was all uh, digital. So. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. They were like the Switch concept where it was just a little chip, basically. Ah. Ah, see, yeah, I, I, always thought, I always thought that was funny because the bigger consoles went from cartridge to disc, and then like now we have these handhelds going from cartridge to disc to back to cartridges like nintendo yeah. never got on the disc side but like sony did and they're like man I mean, they kind of did these but... discs are expensive well, they, they, well so they tried like they look at the gamecube discs they were unique for them you know at the time and then the wii is kind of try to go normal and they're like ah screw that <laughs> and they were trying different things with the the wii u and then finally they're like you know what let's go back to what worked let's go back to cartridges i have a theory that ps6 xbox series go fuck yourself, and then whatever Nintendo does next, everything's going to be just download the game. There's not going to be, like, physical releases. Yeah, I think they're going to get away with that. And I'm curious to see what um, what stores are going to have the sh- on the shelves if no one's going to buy them. It'll you know? be, it'll be just like 
it'll be just like how PC is like, okay, we have The Sims, we have Overwatch, we have Diablo. Like, it'll just be like the the five games everybody wants. Yeah. And then a I, bunch my, of Funko Pops. My one sp- uh, stipulation with it, though, is if they're going to do it, they have to do a better job as far as keeping things open. Because, like, look at, like, the PS3, for example, their store. They're trying to shut that down. People are like, hey, we have all these digital games, and there's no way to keep them back. Like, they own that. How can they? Keep, how can you make it to where you can still reach it even when you shut that down? Well, I think the good thing it. is, as as those consoles start to phase out, like the hard drives, are, the hard drives for saving shit are getting bigger, so you can get an external hard drive, save your shit on there. But yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass because you still have to. It's a pain in the ass for everyone. It's a pain in the ass for the consumer because they have to have the space, which it's expensive to get those bigger ones, like those mm-hmm. bigger disk drives and whatnot hard drives and then you have to like make sure okay i purchased this make sure it's downloaded or at least set up to where i can download and then it's a pain in the ass for the company because they have to commit overhead to keeping that shit running even if only like 20 30 people are using it well, that's just it though i mean look at ga- so like people are like well games you know you can buy bigger stuff like yeah i mean for like the ps3 but if you're looking at consoles now like uh warzone was 100 at one point 150 gigabytes like that's a lot for one game. Well, Call of Duty has that issue. Let's uh. Well, I know, but it's going there anyway. Moving forward. Back compat, baby. <laughs> All right, to round out the news, Jake, you picked you picked the meme this week. What game is this meme dedicated to? Oh, it's dedicated to Call of Duty. Call of it's Duty. Call of Duty ten years ago. Here we go. What we got? <laughs> and then you have Call of Duty today. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say, I can't Call describe of, it. I can't describe it to you. Call of Duty got hot. God, this is great. I've never seen this before. <laughs> that is some sexy Call of Duty right there. Good stuff, Jake. Good meme. Good meme. That's been Jake's meme corner. All right. Hey, we have a speed cap, if I'm not mistaken. For those who don't know, Jake is doing Halo 3 ODST. And we're going to do that right after this break. All right. For those of us joining us for the first time, basically a speed cap is one of our co-hosts going through the synopsis of a game as fast as they can. And we'll have, we have points that we score them on based off things they hit and things that they miss. And at the end, we give them a score based on that. And basically we go through three, three weeks of it. We do it every other week. And the person with the lowest score usually has a punishment. That is a speed cap. All right, everybody, we're back. So today's speed cap, Jake is going to do Halo 3 ODST in five minutes. Yes, that's right, five minutes. We five do, minutes. Five minutes, Slim Shady, you're on. So we do have we have a score sheet, a PDF in the show notes. You can click that and play along. We'll also have a finished version once Jake has been scored. I think poorly. We're, I think we're ready to go, Jake. Are you are you ready, Jake? Could go poorly. Probably will. <laughs> Josh, any advice for Jake before he does this? Uh, don't worry about publisher or developer. So I can't just say, (laughs) (laughs) I I can't just say the easiest one. Nope. It's, it's all anyway. I'm going to leave it to Jake. It's all content. Oh, I'm not, I don't have any of that content. All content all the time. All right. So I'm going to hit start. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Godspeed, Spartan. And you're off. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Halo 3 ODSC, developed by Bungie. Yes, I said Bungie. I know you guys gave me that dumb hint, but I didn't need that dumb hint. Uh, it came out September 22nd, 2009. It takes place between Halo 2 and Halo 3 and what happened in Kenya. Um, fun fact, the game came back out 
on the Master Chief Collection back in 2014 as a special like DLC code given out to players, and then came out again on the same day, third twenty second, but in twenty nine, no twenty twenty. It was actually twenty twenty. Um, so it takes place in Kenyan port city of New Mombasa. Um, ODST follows a squad of elites. Marine oil drop shock troopers during a covenant invasion off Earth on October 20th, 2552. That's old. You play as Rookie. Uh, that's it. You play as Rookie. Rookie finds beacons, and these beacons kind of like items that uh, kind of fills you in a uh, what happened to your squad mates, your other ODST troops. And every time you find a beacon, you play as that person. There's five other... ODST members, you have Buck, who is voiced by Nathan Fillion. You have Dare, Dutch, Romeo, who is voiced as Nolan North, and Mickey. Um, all these uh, beacons fill out the blanks of what happened to the squad. Um, in this game, there's no motion tracker, no shield, since you are a Marine ODST. Instead, you have the health packs, which made the game a little different. Little, um, You had to be more um, strategic of uh, what you did in the game. Um, there's 10 chapters in the campaign, um, each going through the story of all these troops. Um, towards the end of the game, you catch you capture an alien who helps out um, giving you all the information that the Covenant has to offer. Basically, giving you the advantage, giving the uh, humans an advantage against the Covenant elite. Um, and then if you beat the game in legendary mode, uh, you see a scene where the Prophet of Truth is covered by these aliens, or kind of getting swarmed by, by these aliens, the, the one that you captured, um, and he's just smiling. And that's about it. Um, yeah, I think that's it, guys. That's all I got. Josh, do we have a score? Oh, God, we have a score. Oh, God, okay. Let's, let's uh, go to the board. Is it bad? It's bad. <laughs> it's oh, man. Bad. I bet one of those things is I forgot about firefight mode, didn't I? Okay, so technically I'm going to add something because I didn't realize I set this up uh, to not have points up here. So I am actually going to fix that. So I do have a fixed score, but ignore the bottom one. So, Josh, while you fix that, I'm going to read these off. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, setting Kenya Port City of New Mombasa, you got it. Uh, you named hey. off all the characters. You're rookie. Dutch, Romeo, Mickey, Buck, and Dare. You also mentioned 10 missions. Uh, you mentioned the beacons that you're looking for. The uh, Let's see here. Let's scroll down. You didn't mention the new Bombasa slip space happens mid-drop. Uh, so no points for that. I'm sorry. Uh, rookie looks for uh, the squad as they fight through the city. It's always fun. Buck locates Romeo while looking for Dare. You didn't get that. Dutch helps finding helps Marines fighting. You didn't get that mission. Uh, Mickey commandeers a tank and fights through the Covenant. Didn't get that. Dutch and Mickey meet up and defend an Oni base and eventually destroy it to keep it from being captured. Didn't get that one. Buck and Romeo meet up with Dutch and Mickey and capture a Covenant dropship. Nope. Rookie is guided by the AI Superintendent Virgil. I would I would say he gets half points because he did mention that you get you capture an alien. Yeah, but the the AI Superintendent Virgil is not the alien at that moment and i give him half credit for the defends the engineers they escape the city because it's actually a covenant engineer who merges with uh the superintendent and then they basically want to defect 
It's not they got captured. They just wanted to defect. Okay. Fuck me. Josh knows his Halo. I don't. I do. Who made Josh this? knows Who more Halo than the, than the writing team in the fucking Halo show. <laughs> Who made fired. this shit? Who uh, made this? Josh did. They receive a distress piece call of from shit? Dare, who's in the tunnel of the city. Sorry, no. Covenant engineer who wants to defect. You didn't mention that. Dare and rookie defend engineers. They attempt to escape the city. Got half points for that. Meet up with the rest of the squad and escape the city. No. Covenant destroy the city and evacuate an alien artifact. No. Excavate. I'm sorry. Excavate. Uh, Johnson meets up with the squad after a month and wants to learn more. Nothing there. Didn't mention firefight mode, which made... Well, I guess horde mode is before firefight mode. But, I mean, this was a trend putting in a PvE and just having waves after wave of enemy attack. And then all Halo multiplayer content, you mentioned that. Josh, what is our final he, score? Oh, he didn't mention that. I just gave him that to make it easier for points for the setting because it was up there. But he got 26 and a quarter. Wap wap So, Josh, you had 45 on Braid. I had 35 on Resident Evil. I for sure thought Jake was going to beat me. Uh, so... <laughs> The reason I didn't, because I should have known that Josh was the one doing this one, because he likes to really get into the story mode. I was like, Hold on. no, in, he's, he's, it's not him. It's going to be Nick's dumbass doing this. In I was my wrong. Defense, in my I was defense, wrong. In my defense, I did say, don't mention the publisher or developer. It's all content, and it's all story. I Nick, gave you every I content. I didn't want to go debt in story. So, because like all that other stuff you do is not important. What's important is the beginning, the plot, and then how it ends. And you didn't mention the plot. You basically said you're fall- you're an ODST. Okay, now you're doing this. Okay, now you're leaving. Bye. Again, no, I said that you're down there trying to figure out what the hell happened to your squad. Well, yeah, and it talks about what they're doing. Like you, f- you find Dare's uh, helmet, and it shows what happens when Buck lands. He's like, shit, I gotta find Dare. And he goes to find Dare and doesn't find her, but he finds uh, Romeo. And then it's, okay, what happened to Dutch? You find, like, Dutch's, like, uh, shotgun or something, and you see what Dutch is doing in that process. And then you find uh, Mickey, and you, or Mickey's thing, and you f- follow what happened there. Like, it, it strategically follows each thing. It basically was the plot. Again, if you want to see how bad Jake did, we'll have a link to the score in the notes. Jake, you'll get him next time, bud. No pun. No, punishment. no punishment for you this time. Well, since this is your first loss, this is a this is a um, a mercy loss. We'll only only the only the sponsors punish me. Only the sponsors punish you. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been Smashing Game Time. I am Nick, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman, or on Twitch at Nick Fat Knight. Also on YouTube. Been more on the YouTube side lately. Jake, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Twitch at com. You can find me on Twitch at I'm Josh Sang, and then you can find me at Twitter at I am Josh Sang. I'm Josh Sang was taken. Otherwise, I would have done that. What are you saying? Just confusing the masses. Next time, we will be jumping into 2010, and just a fun fact, we're going to be picking our top five from... 2000 to 2009 in the next episode so keep an ear out for that as always this has been smashing game time we hope you all had a smashing game time we'll see you next time bye everybody bye bye